Welcome to Roundhill Radio, the podcast from Roundhill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about when we talk about faith. Welcome to Roundhill Radio. I'm Leslie. I'm Ed. And welcome. This is season five of Roundhill really? Radio. Can wow. you believe that? And it's 2021. And it's 2021. Love it. Good riddance, 2020. Oh, you know, I feel like that's a pretty strong opinion that most of us have. Right <laughs> Poor <now>. 2020. <laughs> Poor 2020. It tried so hard. It started I mean, off with such promise. <laughs> oh my gosh. Poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to start our podcast this year with a conversation about sort of that new year goal setting. You know, there's a lot of, I see, um, I see the new year, new me. Oh yes. On social media. I've also seen the new year, same me, which I can appreciate. It's like, <laughs> yeah, own it. And it's, you know, I feel like when the pandemic started, we all thought it was going to be a couple months and we were all going to come out stronger, smarter, mm. you know, with epic sourdough skills <laughs> <laughs> and as as it sort of w- has worn on, we've all sort of settled into different routines and doing things. Oh, yeah. So it's an interesting idea, I think, to set goals or not, mm-hmm. or set mm-hmm. intentions or not for mm-hmm. a new year in this entirely new world. Yes. So I wanted mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts on that today. Well, thank you for that that wind up. We're, we're, we're launched. We're launched. I have been thinking a lot about goals and intentions. And actually, one of the things that inspired me to think about these things uh, has been learning about people who've, you know, unfortunately have had COVID-19 during the past year, and many of whom are still involved in these long recuperating, you know, recuperative processes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's some, for some people, the healing is taking a very, very long time. So we're learning a lot from them about their persistence and their tenacity, but also they've had to be very faithful to their health regimens during this time and the food that they eat and then the exercise. And of course, we hope for full recovery for all of those persons who are struggling in that way. But I think it's challenging everybody to wonder about 2021. You know, what kind of a year can it be? And, and, what's, and what's the best way to come at it? because we're we're not done yet you know we've got we've got a ways to go certainly there's the hope on the horizon you know as the vaccine becomes more widely distributed that's going to increase confidence and hope in the future so there are things that we can certainly be grateful for but i i had mentioned to you leslie that i'm there's a little part of me that wants to to razz on the on the <laughs> goals and intentions thing and it's partly because i heard, I came across this wonderful comment by Wendell Berry. He's a poet and a farmer, and he's in his mid-80s. So he has been doing those two crafts for about 65 years, I think. And as a young man, he and his wife lived in the East Coast, and someone said, you know what? Why don't you go back to Kentucky? And it was considered like the worst thing he could have done. You know, he said all his friends at the time said, "Why are you leaving New York City? Right, the center of the center of everything." But they did wind up going back, and they've carved out a life for themselves. And he was asked a question about goals, and uh, so he responded to it by saying, 
you know, the, the, the challenge with goals, I don't want to say the problem with goals, but maybe the challenge about goals is that, of course, they, they're out there. They're in front of us. And it becomes another kind of thing we have to chase after. Mm. He said, if you are living really, really well in the present, the future will take care of itself. So I've been thinking a lot about that. I, I think it's. I think there is still a sense of goal implicit in what he's saying because mm-hmm. you have a you know you have a vision of what it could be like to be healthy, and what you want the world to look like. And then he just asked the question: So, what what's your best possible self now? There's an exercise called your best possible future self, and he was saying, what about your best possible present self? And if every kind of decision you're making during the day is made with intention and integrity and sensitivity to the environment and so on and so forth. He said, future will just take care of itself. So I'm going to stop there. (laughs) I love that. Isn't that kind of a nice twist in a sense on this whole thing? Absolutely. And I find it, there's something really empowering about that because you Mm. think about goals and you're thinking future, 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 future. Yep. And it's so easy to get distracted from the day you're in and the moment that you're in, which is the only thing you have control over. And And controlling and loving and being intentional about your day will affect your weeks and months to come. Yes. And I, I love that. And I think that's that's so in line with how I've been thinking about it and use the word intention. And that's been a huge word for me the past like week or so, really thinking about like setting myself up for success and how do I want to approach a new year and some, you know, some goals I have, but thinking about really living from a place of intention. And yes. I think that word can have so many facets. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it can be about being present in the moment of whatever you're doing. It can be about being mindful with how you're spending your time, with how you're mm-hmm. spending your money. Yep. And it kind of just kind of aligns everything that you're doing to your values and what the life you want to live. And I love this element. And I feel like I was missing maybe a kernel of something. And I feel what you just said, really feel that in for me about, about it's, it's, it's you today is all you really have. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, I love and I think, that. I, yeah, I, I think the thing that really helped me about this perspective, so here's the thing about goals, future goals that <clears throat> I've always found slightly problematic is that they can start to create quite a long to-do list, mm-hmm. right? So we have this future goal and then we think, okay, so I'll back away from that. What are the five or six things I need to do in order to get to that future goal? By the time I'm done with that list, I'm like, oh my God. Gosh, <laughs> this looks pretty rugged, you know. Mm-hmm. Is this the best way to do this? So if you flip it around a little bit, and if we were to actually just follow ourselves, like if we could split off from ourselves and follow ourselves around during the day and and just kind of with a notepad, you know, and sort of ask questions like, oh, Ed, why did you eat that at that? I mean, eating that is not going to be good for the future, right? Right. So if you change that around and say, hey, that looks like a really wholesome thing to eat, that's going to position you for a good future self. Mm -hmm. And yet you don't really need to think about the future to do that. You think about what am I eating right in the present moment? And then if you just sort of expand that to think, what am I reading? What am I doing? You know, what's my exercise today? Mm -hmm. All of those kinds of things that really 
I think it becomes a less burdensome way of getting to the same place. And it's almost as if people would be able to figure out our future goals just by watching us how we live, mm. you know, by watching how we live each day. I'll just throw one other thing onto this. Um, having said all this, I am quite fond of this book called Tiny Habits. Mm. And it's uh, the author's name is B.J. Fogg, F-O-G-G, teaches at Stanford. And he says, he's kind of along the same lines, but his, his thing is, what's the one, what's the tiniest action you can do today that might grow organically over time into something else? Mm -hmm. So he then says, you know, what's, what's the thing you'd most like to do today for your exercise? And if it's push-ups, I'll use this as an example, he will say, start with one today. Mm -hmm right? Just start with one. But the key is it has to be anchored to something that you do every day. So if you ha if someone has a habit of, um, you know, right after breakfast, you put the dishes away, his, that's the anchor. And then right after that, you go and do your push up. Mm -hmm. So the anchor kind of helps you, you know, to remind you and so on. Yeah, <clears throat> so then you have a little recipe after I do the dishes, I will do the, complete my one push-up. So you're not really thinking about doing a hundred push-ups a month from now, which can seem like, oh my gosh, <laughs> the body already rebels. Right. Right? <laughs> so I'm just thinking that maybe there's a combination of the tiny habits with those tiny intentions and this whole notion of reflecting about how we're living each day and then tweaking that as we go along until it feels like it's right. Does it make sense? Absolutely. I think I like that that's what that's doing is building on a habit you already have. Exactly. So it's not a totally like, okay, I have to gear myself up for doing this thing. Yep. It's I do this thing and. Yep. You're just adding. You're just adding. Adding and value. It's, it's not so much like a whole new section of, of your day. Um, yeah. One thing I'm doing differently this year is I, I have a, well, I don't know if it's a good or bad. I have a habit of uh, when I get really excited about something, I like to um, make like a chart for myself so I can write down what it was. I can take off I can days. picture this. Yeah, this is in line with my personality. <laughs> this is not a surprise to anyone who, who knows me for any period of time. Okay, got it. Yep. So I like to do that. I enjoy the setting up of it. Yeah, yep. However, when I inevitably miss a day. Yep. The whole thing falls apart. Uh, yep. I have built myself such a structure built on straw, <laughs> you know, that it just, you, you blow on it and it goes, <laughs> and then <laughs> looks I have good to, while it's going up though. Right. It's great. It's so much fun. It's like building <laughs> a sandcastle basically then one wave and we're all done. <laughs> and although fun, I'm, I'm, not doing that this time. I'm just okay. taking it a day at a time. I do oh. have a goal for January of I'm going to try to do an exercise, mm -hmm. a something for my physical health, which is mm -hmm. also, let's be honest, also very much for my mental health mm -hmm. every day in January. I might go beyond that. I'm not worrying about it right now. That's because, great. Because exactly what you were saying is I can't do more than today. But I can do today 
I have already done today. Just a quick humble brag. Um, <laughs> feeling good. Celebrate. About it. Celebrate it. Right. Um, but exactly what you were saying is I can't, I can't achieve it by looking that far in the future. Yeah. You can just look at today and be like, well, I haven't done Have I done it today? And that sort of, I, that approach to me is, uh, transformative. Oh, that's and I'm great. very excited about that. And cause I'm not usually a new year's resolution person per se. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this since we decided to talk about it today. And I feel like for a lot of the time, you know, it was coming, those intentions or those goal settings were sort of half-hearted and they were also coming from a place of like, I'm not good enough. So I need to make myself better. Very true. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think quarantine and having to sort of be with myself more and be by myself more has taught me that, well, that's no way to start anything Right is, is feeling like you're not enough. So yes. beginning from a place of I am enough and I can build on my solid foundation of fill in, fill in your own blank, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that is such a powerful difference that I have never felt before. Yeah. You know, I love that, Leslie. I, th- I think that the word that comes to mind when I hear that is you're, you're more gracious towards yourself. Mm. And I, I do think that, um, you know, there's an implicit sense of, um, deficiency when we're, when we're making goals, Mm -hmm. you know, that we're not, that we're not enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, going back to your comment that, you know, if you're starting from an anchor, that is a ritual you're already doing, like putting the breakfast dishes away, well, you've got your automatic foundation. Mm -hmm. Now you're just asking the question, what could I add to that? And um, so I'm even, you know, what came to mind as you were talking is this comment that Jesus makes when he's eating, it's the, turns out to be the last meal that he will share with his friends. But he says, um, you know, take, eat. Okay. So that's pretty common. And then he says, this is my body. Whoa. Now that's something now, now we're adding something right to what's already there, but it's not like he produces some strange food out of thin air. Mm. Um, you know, it's already in front of them. It's already what they're eating, but he adds a deeper meaning to it. Mm. And I think that the question, if I, if I simply ask the question, okay, what did I do with my life today? If I look back at that question for any given day, take a few minutes at the end of the day, I can see some, oh, I can see some places where I could have added, you know, some different value there. Or I see some places where I can celebrate because I did the exercise thing. That felt great. I want to do that tomorrow. Um, I really think that's, I think that's a healthier way. And mm-hmm. I have read f- articles about habit making that also indicate if we can do things that sort of get us set up for the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, you put the exercise clothes out. Or if you're learning an instrument, you know, you put the instrument <laughs> where you literally have to walk through it in order to get somewhere. <laughs> um, but those are, to me, those are less about goals and more just practical steps about how to, how to create a practice that will be enduring. I think too, as the year goes on and as our calendars inevitably become full, you know, either with it's in the, in the pandemic with, with, hundred zoom meetings a day or just our to-do lists or our families that it's so easy to drop the thing for you. Right. Mm -hmm. That it's so easy to say, well, my family needs me. I need to do 
this huge list of things for them. And I think that the hardest thing for a lot of people possibly is prioritizing the thing they wanted to do for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. I think that's part of it as, as, as the resolutions go forward, you know. And if you're coming from a place where there's a sense of satisfaction about what you're doing, then that's going to feed everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, you, as you've experienced, you know, when you exercise, it's like that energy just wants <laughs> to kind of run over into everything else. For sure. Right. <laughs> and it's great because other people sense that and think, hey, I'd like some of that. You know, what, what do I need to do in order to get to that place? Um, yeah. It's funny after, after because my, my husband works from the house. And so after I exercise, I always rush into his office and I'm like, I did it. It's like 20 minutes. But for me, it's part of the, the ritual because I need him to be like, great job. He's like, and he's very gracious about celebrating my small victory with me. It's good. You know, I think we underestimate actually the importance of celebration Mm. Right. When I was growing up and, you know, participating in all these sports teams and everything, nobody celebrated at the end of anything. You know, if you felt lousy, it was like, yeah, you're supposed to feel lousy after you exercise. What's your problem? Right. But now it's, hey, I did that. Let me celebrate. The mind reads that Mm -hmm. and it and it wants more of that. Wait. Wow. She just celebrated that thing we did. (laughs) We should do some more of that. That was fun. (laughs) Well, it's so interesting because, you know, I was. Uh, as a musician, it would be unsurprising to anyone that I was not an athlete growing up. Those two things are not often hand in hand in, in young people, um, especially, you know, and I think I think the discipline and time it takes to be an athlete is like the discipline and time it takes to be a musician. It's just we're sitting <laughs> when other people are not. Right. So finding, you know, finding my uh, my inner athlete is yeah. uh, is an exciting thing. I'm kind of working on that this year is, 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 you know, how, how would I train and how would I, how would I live my life if I thought of myself as an athlete? Mm. Um, That's I'm fun. really, I'm really into this one trainer. Her name is, her name is Robin. Um, if you know, you know, and she is, she used to be a lawyer um, and she was not an athlete growing up either. And she is just, she, you know, there's that, you know, she says these one, this one thing in class and it's like, it's like an arrow straight into your heart. Cause you're like, it's yes, yes. That's what I needed. And so this idea that like, we're all athletes in, in a way or whatever, and she's just so empowering. And so I've been finding that to be, to be great. So I just hope, you know, my hope for anyone listening today is that you just find whatever your thing is this year, whatever that needs to be, to be gracious and loving to yourself. And to, you know, my word is intention. That doesn't mean it needs to be your word. Um, But it's a, it's an interesting, you know, new years are an interesting sort of line of demarcation. Mm. Aren't they? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm one of those people again, like, like the charts I would like, I like to, you know, Oh, it's a new month. I should, set up a new chart or something, you know, but also at the same time, it's there, there's no wrong day to start something. There isn't. Uh, But I like what you say about that 
kind of the, the way we've made this special line of demarcation around New Year's Day, right? And yeah. I remember years ago, I had a friend who was, um, she was giving a, a eulogy for a person that we both knew in common. And she really was very fond of this person. And and she, she said, uh, this was a person who believed, and I never forgot this phrase, in the magic of dates. Hmm. <laughs> so she was a person who believed that January 1, there's magic about that or a birthday, you know, there's, it's time for new, new life. And I very much buy into that. You know, I really, I like the movement of the seasons and I feel like, okay, here it's the winter solstice. It's time for something new. And so, and I think that can be true. It's just a matter of how we embrace the present while we're, while we're doing that and not pushing ourselves out into the future when maybe the thing we're really looking to get to improve or get better at or just enjoy more is right in front of us all the time. I think that's so great. And I like the idea too, you know, especially in quarantine, especially when we don't know what the future holds and what adaptation we're going to be asked to do as a society again. Right. Um, right. That we, we, we just work on today. We just try yeah. our best today. And yeah. I think that's been a really big lesson of quarantine. I think that, that to incorporate that into whatever intentions or goals or hopes you have for the new year, I think that's brilliant. I do too. And isn't it something we've been saying all along, right? You only have today, except <laughs> right? the problem is we live like we're in three years from now. Right. And uh, I, I I heard people during the quarantine say, you know, I used to do strategic planning for people <laughs> like five years. How about five hours from now? You know, that might just have to be good enough. Okay, um, let it be good enough and yeah. uh, see what comes of that. And again, these tiny actions can grow over time. That's the exciting thing. Start an experiment mm. and uh, start small and, and then see where it goes. I love that. Well, thank you, Ed, for talking with me about this today. We look forward to seeing you all back next week. Please let us know what your goals, intentions, hopes are for the new year in the comments. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Leslie. And blessings to everyone. Thanks for listening. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Round Hill Community Church. For more information, please visit roundhillcommunitychurch.org.